Welcome to One More Thing. We're excited to be with you on what is going to be the last One More Thing for a couple months. We're going to uh-huh. take, take a little summer break. Sorry to break Oh, you didn't get the you. memo? No. Um, so we'll Snow. be back with you in September, but July and August will be, will, be, will be off. But we are throwing out some maybe, we're talking about maybe some options of what we could do in the interim. I'm thinking, so Jaime, what was your idea? <laughs> I thought we could call it No More Things, and it would be Chris and I uh, from his basement, maybe. <laughs> Dark basement. Dark basement, faces covered, yeah. white legs showing. Just showing yes. It. Just show yeah. the in white shorts. legs. In shorts. Oh, pastors in shorts. Yeah. Pastors in uh, okay. shorts. For the oh. summer. Here's, here's my best <gasps> idea. Pastors in shorts. Okay. My best idea is, so we have the, the service from the weekend. And then we're all sitting on a couch kind of from behind, like a mystery science theater. MST3K. Mystery science theater. <laughs> and we're all like commentating on and like the sermons. saying really corny and yes. bad jokes yes. about the sermons. Yeah. Oh, that would yeah. be so much fun. <laughs> I like Mist- it. Mystery science theater. So we would church. basically be picking on David? <laughs> that would be great. Let's that's do it. Right. I'm in. It would yeah. just be your Okay, yeah, maybe that's not such a good easy. idea. <laughs> so easy. That's dummy. And if you have a great idea for us, we would love to hear from you. <laughs> That's funny. Yeah. Well, we've been in this uh, series uh, talking about uh, summer school. Mm-hmm. I'm loving me some summer school. Some Things we should have learned the first time around or something right. like yeah. that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I don't know about you, but when it comes to so this weekend, we talk about the tongue. Wow. Was I convicted personally? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> talk yeah. about, you know, there are, there are sermons that when you're in sermon prep that you go, man, this, this was really for me or kind of thing. And you almost feel like a sense of hypocrisy even for <laughs> preaching it. Yeah. This one's it. Like watch, you know, watch your mouth. What, yeah. watch what you say. Careful with your, like that. This is one of them. You go, man, especially when your job is to talk. Oh, Right. That's what we do. Like we get up in front of people and, and we talk and my father-in-law tells me every week, it's like, man, I got to come here and listen to you. Tell me how bad I am. (laughs) (laughs) That's hilarious. You know what? I, there was a collective kind of reaction out at Heights when I said, Oh, this, this week, you know, the topic is, is choose, you know, watching what you say. And people are like, Oh yeah. There was like some people laughed, some people groaned. It was, it was funny. It was like more reaction than you usually get. Cause it's a, it's a pretty, I mean, it's, yeah. it's yeah. one of those everybody knows issues that we, strikes that it's going to, yes, it, it, no, we, we, we falter here. This <laughs> one lands on everyone. Right. Yeah. So. And then, and then when our wives are sitting like in the front row, as we're preaching on watching your tongue, watch your mouth. And they keep going, whatever. Right. And they roll their eyes and they're like, I was, I was actually sitting, I was sitting with my wife in yeah. service and I, you know, get oh, me a little, get me elbow. elbow. Yeah, man. Yeah. You know, but, but I think that honey, I'm joking. I'm just kidding. You didn't do that. No, she really tape. didn't, but yeah. yeah, no, but, but there's a, you know, and, and I like how the passage in James starts we all make mistakes, and you're like, mm. "Oh no, here it comes." Yeah. <laughs> so, but so I kind many of, you know, I, yes, I wish I would have emphasized that piece a little bit and just stop there. Yeah. I'm just going to stop right here. Yeah. You know? there's the one make, more thing. There's the one more. There's thing. the one more. Thing we all you. make many mistakes, yeah. and you're like, "Oh no, he's setting this up," and then it's perfect. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it really yep. is. Yep. He nails it. 
So it, the the old sticks and stones may break my bones, but words will never harm me. It's a lie. Yeah. Uh, you know yeah. what? There are things you learned in summer school that you should probably unlearn. That was one That's of them. That's right? unlearn. That's a that was a playground favorite, and it's just not true. It turns out it's um, like super the other way around. Yeah, it's the other way around. You guys have like a time you can think that that just totally was not true in your life. That yeah, look for for me as as a little kid on the playground, I was always the smallest kid in my class. I was just tiny when I was a kid, and I had this beetle bowl cut and a big pair of glasses, and it was it was pretty brutal for a little bit, you know. Um, the word, you know, I had a bunch of nicknames, and you know, mm. kids are kids, man. And it wasn't so. I never really got beat up physically, but but I took a beating um, in those other areas, so it was a little hard. Mm. And then in third grade, they they put me into a, a class with older kids. They moved me up a couple of grades, which only made me even smaller. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so it was, yeah, that man, that was, that was tough. Like, yeah. it, it, of course it hurt. You cared, right? You cared when you're a kid, you care what your peers think. Yeah. And I don't mm-hmm. know that that changes as, a, as we grow up. Yeah. Yeah. I made the, the, what is, was probably not the greatest decision of my life early on. And you know, cause you get a little pigeonholed. I wasn't the greatest necessarily athlete in the world. I was kind of mid, mid range in that. Oh, I but, thought he was going to say he joined the chess club. It wasn't <laughs> well, a great decision. Well, but. No, I, so I, I, I joined the, the nerd herd. <laughs> my, literally my best friend, Scott, love you, brother. But when, when we were in, in like elementary school, he was the kid because he had flat feet. His parents made him wear black dress shoes. And let me just tell you, mm. kids are not kind. Nope. <laughs> so imagine a kid wearing black dress shoes oh, to school man. every day and whose favorite word was, therefore. <laughs> no, Scott. I don't even know you, dude. But And he yeah. was your best friend. And he was my best. He literally was my best friend. That's he was funny. best man at my wedding. He was my best friend all through school. Uh, I remember Jimmy Dobbins, this big hulk of a child, was just this huge you know kind of a guy and and he was like making fun i don't even know what that means (laughs) anyway go on he was making fun of scott and scott said because he was witty he was so smart and he's like what's wrong with you jimmy wake up on the wrong side of your cage like the first time any of the kids had ever heard that back in you know this is like 75 or something we're like we're like in first grade or something and everybody just busts up laughing i thought Jimmy, oh, Jimmy was going to like crush my best friend. Yeah. <laughs> like, or where he was before that moment. Like, oh, I don't know you. Who are you again? <laughs> but yeah, you, you were like, words, Scott, you made, words. you yeah. made enemies with the bully. Yes. Therefore, yeah. I can't hang out with you anymore. <laughs> therefore, <laughs> yeah, therefore <laughs> I need a new friend. Well, yeah. I can't relate to all this because I was the cool kid. Well, I can see that. No, I'm just kidding. I was. <laughs> oh. I was. No, I. You know the the. Well, you're probably writing was, songs like in I, second grade, like and stuff. I wrote a story in fifth grade. This is the thing that comes to mind that was so hurtful. I wrote a story that I thought was a great story, but um, I misspelled a word. Uh, I meant to say guard. It was an awesome like story about mm-hmm, defending mm-hmm, a castle mm-hmm, and stuff, mm-hmm. and and I wrote it gourd. And my teacher, instead of 
fixing that yeah. <laughs> said gourd through the whole thing, and everyone was laughing because it just made it was made no sense, and I was just devastated. And My, so the plot got lost. It did. It got lost, uh, and I was made fun of, and I. You would probably be an awesome writer right now. You you'd like have. All these best-selling books and whatever. Yeah. If your dream if, had not been if, crushed, yeah. by the words of another, yeah, 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 that's true. In fifth grade, <laughs> yeah. sticks and stones may break my bones, but mm. words will never hoard me. Just need to start. You just need to start gording your heart better. <laughs> oh yeah, man, I never true. should have confessed this. Yeah. Why words, can't we talk about words. David being a nerd instead of me being a gourd? My friend with his black shoes. <laughs> so what, what were some what was some big important things that you guys uh, shared from the weekend to talk about? It was James 3 we got into. A great passage. Um, mm-hmm. There's yeah. conviction right up front talking about those who teach should... Uh, just be careful because you're going to be held to a higher account. That was sobering <laughs> right mm. out of the sheet. Mm. Uh. Yeah. I, I don't know. There was a couple of things that I think um, in our day and age, uh, the social media aspect of this was really important to talk about. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> our words. Um, it's really, we have to really watch what we say and especially on social media. I think people, man, there are times where I'm, I'm, I'm not picking on anyone, but I'll, I'll look through, you know, you're looking through your Facebook feed or whatever, and you just see people post stuff, and you just, it just, I don't know. It's and and it's there, and and it and the, you know, when I say something, whoever's in the room is who hears it, and so it doesn't have as much of you know the impact zone isn't as wide, but when you put it on social media, man, you're you're blowing craters. I mean, the shrapnel goes far, right? The ripple effect of that is. It just carries, and um, and man, I I know that sometimes uh, people will post stuff, and I'm guessing they just think, man, I wish I could take that back, or they mm-hmm. you unpost it, but you know, once people saw it, it's 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 really hard to take it back. You're not putting that toothpaste back in the tube, and I think social media is it for all the positives. It's also it's a landmine. Um, yeah, and has done really done a lot of harm for the cause of Christ. Um, yeah, I actually have um, uh, someone who's not coming back to church after COVID, and I thought it was, you know, I got together, had a conversation, and the the main reason is because of embarrassment to be associated with the church because of the ranting that has happened on Facebook, and they're like, I don't want to be a part of that. Yeah, yeah, it breaks my heart. Yeah. So words are powerful, both good and bad. Um, And we've got to be blessing instead of cursing. Yeah. So that that the imagery that James uses um, with the horse and the bridle, with the boat and the rudder and the fire forest fire, um, the the water, salt water versus fresh water. I mean, so much beautiful imagery in his words that help us like make sense of, you know, of, of our words and how powerful our words are and the change that come can come good or bad. Yeah. I, I just, I want to be, and this is where it came out for me. 
I want to, first of all, receive from Jesus like he's living water. So I'm receiving it, and then I'm pouring it out. Like when we talk about being a river of life, I just want to be a river of life that's giving life, that's life-giving to people around me in, instead of uh, the salt water thing. Yeah. So it's powerful. I mean, I, I, you look back on your life and you think of the, you know, the, the damage that's been done for people. And this is something that I didn't plan on talking about. This ended up being one more thing <clears throat> on Sunday morning. I was planning on, you know, and all week long I've been looking at my own life, like how are my words affecting people? And, um, and then looking at the self-talk, you know, mm-hmm. which, which came out as well. It's like how are my own words in my mind that never make it out of the mouth that are rolling around my head? How is that affecting me? But the other thing that hit me as I'm talking on Sunday morning is how have the words of others affected, like how many people are gathered in this room who are still hurting and need healing from the damaging words that have been spoken over them. And so on Sunday, I, you know, that was part of our prayer and our response was to just ask for healing. Yeah, that's good. Um, Yeah. Yeah. We've all, I'm sure been on the giving and receiving end of, of words. In fact, the, one of the passages from James said, but no human being can tame the tongue. It's a restless evil a restless mm. evil, that idea that none of us uh, on our own can do it. And we've all got, I, I talked about it, we all have a failing grade at some point or another in this in this area. But one of the things that we talked about here was just the that no human can tame the tongue, but we don't have to do it in our human strength, mm-hmm. that we do have the impact. I know, Chris, you had shared that as well. I think maybe Jaime. The there's the power of the Holy Spirit that can help us mm-hmm. that we're not alone that we can we can find victory if uh, if we get to that point surrender but I think sometimes we just get or it, it's kind of fun to put to ding people or whatever and we get yeah. something putting people down you know it makes us feel better about ourselves it's just we we all struggle with it but yeah. there's some things but we can uh, we can find victory with with the Lord's help with the power of the Holy Spirit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm. There's, um, you know, and then the, there's also that it's our words, how they impact others, but how do they impact us? You know, our words impact ourselves. And, um, I think that that's easily lost in the conversation. Sometimes, um, self-talk is what we say to ourselves, the things, the way we treat ourselves. Um, I, I shared that, you know, we, we all kind of have this, the person you talk to the most is you. Right. That's who you have the most conversations with is yourself. Like all of us have, we call them thoughts and, and those types of things. And so we, we all have this kind of running dialogue with ourselves. And, it's, and so what we say to ourselves is, is really, really important. And I don't know about you guys, but what I say to myself isn't always good. I'm not always um, kind to myself or... or uh, and so I think for a lot of our people, like that's something to really keep in front of us. It's something that you talk about in some recovery quite a bit too, just the, the self-talk and how destructive self-talk can be, how mm. we, especially if we've, we've made some, some errors or some, you know, some whatever decisions that have impacted our lives. And then the regrets that we live with and that, you know, <clears throat> Satan would love to 
use those to just remind us and keep us keep us beat down with some of the regrets. There's a book I threw out, would throw it out for all of you too. John Acuff wrote a uh, great book I just finished this morning, uh, Soundtracks, and talking about the the destructive, negative self-talk that's that 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 we these records, these soundtracks that we play over and over and over, and how to change those soundtracks, and that can help. Mm. I think I would have liked to have talked a little more about the words that we received and as we, I mean, the old that we need healing from that we need healing from. And I, I I thought about this recently, actually, my dad just turned 90 not long ago. And, um, we, for his 90th birthday, all, all my siblings and, and all the grandkids and greats got together and, and shared affirmations and came up with 90 things we love about my dad and uh, 90 things that he kind of things he did. And what was really interesting is that as I'm, you know, looking at this list, I'm like, oh, I do that. And I do that. And like, oh, I got that from him. Mm -hmm. And suddenly all these things that like, you know, that I have magic uh, and I pull balloons out of my kids, my grandkids ears. And it's like, he did that. <laughs> he has that magic ability too, but all these words and phrases, and you know, you know, like father, like son, and all these. So there's this positive that he spoke into me, yeah. and yeah. he did for me. But you know, there's also a lot of us are walking around with a lot of negative words still rolling around too. And so I don't know, you know, if you if you experienced a positive. Um, you know, words from your parents or from family, or if you've, you know, experienced negative, that's, um, that's something for us to wrestle with and, um, be either thankful for, or be healed from. Because a lot of us are walking around wounded by words. Yeah. Yeah. And then there's this, this, this tension that we live in where we, we want our words to bring life and hope at the same time as, as, as people of the word, whose job is to, like you said, Chris, to preach the word, to, uh, to communicate the word, there are times when those words fall and it's, uh, as scripture even says, you know, it's, you know, preaching uh, is foolishness to some because mm. at times you have to stand on truth that's going to come across as hurtful because it stings. So where's the how do we, you know, where's the balance there? Where's the, what do we, you know, how does this, how does this apply in those situations? How can we, you know, it's, it, cause it's like, it's two, it's two things here. Cause we, our words do cut. And I think even uh, this weekend we, we did at all of our campuses, we, we just went there and talked a little about the Roe v. Wade um, decision that was handed down by the Supreme Court and said said some things around that that for some in our uh, congregations I'm sure that they felt probably the sting of something you know just to, to just remind our congregations that we that we are uh, a pro-life congregation that we do um, believe from conception to, to death and eternal life that we, we we believe that that all of it is a gift from God and then how we flesh that out we talked about but uh, anyway, so there's there's probably yeah. some that 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 was a there was a bit of a sting there. What's the? Yeah. yeah, at times you have to you have to speak the truth, and sometimes the truth hurts. Um, but I think it makes a big difference how it's spoken. Like, are 
are you saying those words, you know, with love? Yeah. Um, or are you saying them to sting? Mm-hmm. Are you trying mm-hmm. to injure with the words or are you trying to speak in a way that, that, you know, that heals? Yeah. I think the answer is in first Corinthians 13. Um, Paul talks about, he says, if I have, if, if I have knowledge of all things, if I understand all mysteries, if I have the truth on my side, I'm the smartest, rightest person in the room, but I don't have love, then I'm just making noise. I'm a clanging symbol and nobody wants to hear from me. So, um, it's really easy to fall into that, into that trap, especially in when we're, when something that's so politically charged, um, that's not a good place for us to be. Um, so yeah, if, if, if you do not pair, uh, truth with love, with compassion, then just don't say anything. Yeah. Cause the, the clanging, clanging the, is, is something you hear and, and, and we can, say words but are we living it out is right love is actually because it's love is patient and kind and it's all these things are we that are we are we that as we believe this our rhetoric does does our do our actions does our love do we live that out is it truth and grace is it compat is it compassionate Mm -hmm. um yeah and that's what we want to it's what we want to try to be so on that um maybe just we could just i think we could remind folks of some of the things that, that, that we do around here that, but also that we need to, this is a time for us to lean into what, what does God want us to do and to be as a, as a people uh, and not just of rhetoric, but how can we, how can we live out this, this, this value of life that we have? Yeah. Yeah. I think, um, I think, uh, I think the answer is in scripture. Um, what is it, what is to have a theologically based ethic of life and mm-hmm. what that means? Um, you know, uh, the, the nine months that a child spends in, in the mother's womb is a very small fraction of life. Uh, very important, just as important as any other. So what about the other, how long are people living these days? 85. What, we 85 just heard, I think we just heard that. Yeah. yeah so, that, so that's the rest. But the rest of it, um, you know, do, do children have access to the things that they need, um, to, to, you know, whatever healthcare, education, whatever kids need. I don't have any children of my own, but I was a child once. And so what do kids need? Are, are we, are we advocates for that or not? Um, are we, are we willing to, to do more than just, uh, post stuff and talk about it and vote? Are we willing to actually be a church that does that, that, that acts on this compassion and this love that we have for others. And I, I want to think that we are. I want us to continue to be. I want us to improve on that and really take that seriously um, and, and just do those things. It's both and. We can do both. I heard one time that it's, it's, it's a lot easier to look at an issue, look at a problem in our world, and to see it uh, <clears throat> when we're, we're far away from it. The, the solutions to the issue seem very simple. But the closer you get to the actual problem, the more complex it is. Complexity increases as you get close to it. So, are we willing to not just stand back and throw rhetoric at it? Sure. Or are we willing to lean in, get to know the stories behind? So, so a, a family, a young person, whatever that's that's choosing to to have this child, but for them, the the hurdles are are you seem insurmountable. But I can't, and I don't have, and I, and what will, and, and all these things, and it's just, are, are we willing to, I'm trying to understand that person? Are we really trying to 
to, to think, okay, then if, how can I help that person? Yeah, come alongside. To come alongside and, resource and to resource. And, 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 and if and, they're going to make that choice, yeah. and I don't understand it because I had all these family members and I had a shower where we got all, you know, I got yeah. two diaper genies, yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah. whatever. Yeah. You know, I got all the stuff that I right. needed. And what happens if you don't have any of that? Yeah. Um, and all you can think is all the things that are getting in the way. And, you know, and, and, and childcare is skyrocketing and, yeah. and cost of living going up. And those things might not be challenges that we all face, but yeah. those are real. And so mm-hmm. there are people that are disproportionately impacted. And um, what kind of church are we going to be? Because there, yeah. there's two options. We can be pro-life or we can be pro-birth. And I think we need to be pro-life. That's we good. need to really, really think that through mm-hmm. and um, be a church. Those are the options that we have as a church. And, and um, so we just have to continue to look at ways that, that we can be supportive of those things. And I think, I think uh, for a church, we already do a lot of awesome work. We do. Yeah. Um, but, but we can always, I think yeah. past, yeah. our leader would say that, yeah, we can do, we can do more. <laughs> of course we can. There's, there's always more to do. And, and so that's, that's the kind of church I want to be a part of. Yeah. Well, with this decision that was made, it's creating more need oh, yeah. for life plan, more need for all, all the things we do to, you know, to, to be more, a more supportive, hands-on church that's really making a difference in, in our community. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, you mentioned a lot of good things going on. So let's talk about some of those other things. Talking about kids. On. How about that? VBS. VBS coming up. Pastor Bill would not forgive us if we don't bring it up on the very <laughs> yeah. last <laughs> yeah. one more thing. Oh, yeah. That's right. Yeah. Before we take a hiatus for the summer. VBS. It's o- over 200 kids already registered. But is we that had right? To, had to cap it this year because mm-hmm. just okay. uh, to make sure we had enough stuff because of just all the supply chain issues. Even affect Vacation Bible School. Yeah. Impact. So get your kids signed up. Yeah. Get them registered. And get yourself signed up. Yeah. And can, volunteer. Yeah. <laughs> it's fun. It, kids come to Christ every year making decisions, eternity changing decisions. And so, you know, what what, what could be more fun than being a part of that? It is fun. <laughs> it, there's a, it is. There's an atmosphere. There's a, an energy that's going that fills this place during PBS. Yeah. That's fun to be around. And another fun thing is the Lake Michigan Baptism. Yeah. Jake it's, made an awesome video from last year that is yes. just very inspiring. That, Pastor Jake. Jake. Yeah. You. He did a great job. Thank you. You made me cry. <laughs> I really got cold chili bumps when I watched it. I had a tear. <laughs> I had to do this. That was that was cool. Yeah, it really um it really uh, with with no words on the video. Just mm-hmm. the video just mm-hmm. said a lot. So it was it was well done. But yeah. but it's not it's not something you just Made up that that's what it was. That's yeah. what the baptism event yeah. is. It and really so, is powerful. It's not just because the video. Yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> July thirty first. Uh, so just about a month or so away. And if you'd like to be baptized, you can let us know. You can go online, let us know, call the church office, whatever. We got a info got, hub. Yeah, go to info hub at any of our campuses. Uh, talk to Pastor Jake if you're online. Mm-hmm. We'd love to uh, love to let you know how you can be engaged. So. Uh, we've got some classes, and we, we have an online version of that as well. We've got some classes that will be taking place July 10th. So if you'd like to be a part of one of the classes to learn a little more. Yeah. So. Yep. So that's, yeah, those, that's a huge event, and I think it's, uh, it's kind of a signature event for First Church. So 
Be a part of it. If you're yeah, not if getting you're baptized, not getting baptized, who cares? Then like, your part is you come hang out and yeah. poop and holler when yeah, people and, come yeah. up out of the water and we get and, to celebrate. With and then everybody. maybe it's and, and it's also like refreshing. It's a it's a good reminder. It's 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 a way to keep that that experience that you once had if you've been baptized um, yeah. uh, in front of you and to say, man, that was yeah, I remember that. And maybe it it it's gonna bless you. Just be there. Yeah. Be there. It's it's a good and it's a good place to connect with people across campuses and it's yeah. just it's one of those events that we do together and there's not a ton of them right uh, i mean there there are some but this is this is one of the biggest ones so so i think i think it's a missed opportunity for you for for us not to all be there yeah great yeah. hey just a, a couple things too to celebrate and to be praying about um we've got camps high school camp already happened at warner camp kids are out there this week right now uh, be praying for good things to be happening there. A junior high camp comes up uh, the week after that. We've got a group going to uh, South Dakota. Well, we've convention. got International okay. Youth Convention in Texas, so let's be praying they're taking off tomorrow. Tuesday. Tomorrow. Well, some of us are some yeah. of us are leaving Tuesday. Yeah. yeah. Others are leaving Wednesday. Yep. Yeah. So let's pray for them. Um, I'm I am actually heading heading out of here this week uh, for South Dakota. We're going to be at the Native American Reservation there, it's awesome. um, doing some doing nice. some work. I projects. wish I could go. So, nice. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, sorry. Good we'll times. We'll talk about it after. Lots of good stuff. <laughs> and just another reminder. Was that, did you have any more on your sure. list? Sure. No, that's good. Yeah, yeah. That's plenty. And just another <laughs> reminder, July and August, we'll be taking a little break. Uh, and no, we'll more s- so no more things. <laughs> <laughs> no more things. No more things. We're done with the things. But you'll see us back for new and improved awesomeness come September. That's right. Okay. (laughs) Thanks for joining us for this one last thing. (laughs) Take care. (laughs) Bye.